Welcome to Sleep Cues, the everything baby sleep podcast. I'm Erin, pediatric sleep consultant and founder of The Happy Sleep Company. From catnaps to night wakes and regressions to teething, we cover all things baby sleep. With a passion for children's sleep, we're here to help tired families get healthy rest. Hi, moms and dads. Welcome back to Sleep Cues, the everything baby sleep podcast. In today's episode, we are going to focus on the pacifier. Whether you call it a pacifier, or a soother, or a susu, or a dummy, or a binky, we're talking about the same thing. And that little piece of plastic can be really helpful to some babies and some families when it comes to sleep or just managing crying. And it can also be something that becomes kind of a hindrance to families when it comes to sleep. And we're going to talk about both scenarios. The first thing I will say is that both Health Canada and the American Association of Pediatrics advises that use of a pacifier for sleep can, in the early months of your child's life, reduce the risk of sudden infant death syndrome, or SIDS. So it's really important to keep in mind that whenever you're hearing advice about the soother or the pacifier, it is advised that it's something that research has shown can reduce the risk of SIDS. So you need to weigh the pros and cons of using that pacifier, especially in those early months, if we know it's something that can reduce that risk. And I wouldn't say that a family who wants to use a pacifier to reduce that risk should worry about the sleep implications of it. I would instead say use that pacifier for as long as you're comfortable with and as long as you feel is necessary. And then if you find that it becomes a hindrance or creates challenges with sleep later on, you could make some changes to your baby's sleep habits at that point when you are comfortable no longer using the soother. So is a pacifier a sleep prop? Here's the thing, it is even when a family tells me their baby has gotten old enough to put it back in their own mouth. So remember when we talk about sleep props, we are talking about the stuff that your little one needs in order to get to sleep that then your little one often needs in order to get back to sleep. So when a family calls me and tells me that their child is using a pacifier to go to sleep, but then wakes up many multiple times at night needing the pacifier replaced in order to go back to sleep, or uses the pacifier to go to sleep for a nap and then always wakes up at the 45 minute mark needing that pacifier to be put back in, or needing to put the pacifier back in their own mouth, I will suggest that that is generally a sleep crutch. Yes, it is great when your child gets to the age that they can put the pacifier back in their mouth themselves. Then mom or dad doesn't have to run into the room multiple times every night putting that pacifier back in. So then a parent might ask me, then why is it a problem? Well, there are a couple of reasons. One, if your child is fully waking up in many light stages of sleep throughout the night looking for that pacifier, they're not getting as restful of a sleep as they would if they could simply glide through those sleep cycles from one to the next without having to wake up and crawl around looking for their pacifier each time. So we're getting a more restful sleep if we don't have to be waking up and looking for a sleep crutch to go back to sleep in every light stage of sleep. The other thing is that even when a child can put the pacifier back in their mouth, I often find that at some point the pacifier is not enough. So it might be that we're going through a bit of a regression. It might be that we're teething. It might be that we have a cold and we're congested and with the pacifier in our mouth, we can't breathe properly because our nose is all stuffed up. 
Whatever it is, there often becomes a point where a child, even a child who has slept well and longer chunks of sleep with a pacifier in their mouth up to that point, now is going through some kind of regression where the pacifier is no longer enough. And they're waking up in the night awake for long periods of time, even though they're old enough to put that pacifier back in, not being comfortable putting themselves back to sleep because the pacifier has always kept them from learning how to go to sleep independently. And now they don't have the skills to get back to sleep on their own. So they wake up, they find the pacifier, but they also just aren't comfortable going back to sleep and are yelling out for mom or dad to come and do other stuff now to get them back to sleep. And that's the point where we often say, okay, I think your little one needs to simply learn independent sleep skills, no pacifier, none of this other stuff to get to sleep at bedtime because that is likely where we're going to see your child also use those skills in the middle of the night to put himself back to sleep and not be looking for the pacifier or anything else to put him back to sleep in the middle of the night. Also keep in mind that if you like to use a pacifier for daytime awake fussy situations, but you're trying to remove it for sleep situations, that's okay. Generally, your child will still be able to use a pacifier to calm down in the middle of the day outside of a sleep situation and not be confused about it no longer being available for the sleep situation in the crib if you are consistent about no longer using it when you're putting your child down for naps and for bedtime. I do also recommend though that if you're in a situation where you are doing some sleep coaching to try to remove the pacifier from your child's sleep situations, that means all sleep situations. So not using a pacifier in the crib, but also not using it in the car or the stroller or the infant swing or bouncy chair where your child might fall asleep with it in his mouth. So when I say, sure, continue to use it for daytime awake fussy situations, I mean, if you're standing in line at the grocery store trying to pick out your cereal and your child's having an absolute meltdown and you just need him to calm down for a couple of minutes while you think, go ahead and use the pacifier. But if you're trying to remove the pacifier from your child's sleep situations to teach him more independent sleep skills, I wouldn't then use the pacifier in the car on the way home from the grocery store because we want to teach your child that the pacifier doesn't any longer have anything to do with sleep. So no pacifier in situations where your child would fall asleep with it in his mouth if your goal as a parent is to remove that pacifier dependency from your child's sleep scenarios. All right, quick pause, because what is more important to talk about when it comes to sleep than what we actually sleep on? I want to tell you about my very favorite mattress brand, Obison. Whether we're talking mom and dad, kiddo, or baby, Obison is my go-to for comfort when it comes to your family's sleep surface. You wouldn't want your family to sleep on anything less than the very best, and that starts with the best materials in the world. Obison's mattresses are handcrafted in Canada, and their materials are organic, ethically sourced, and chemical-free. Babies' body temperatures tend to fluctuate while they sleep. Obison's mattresses are breathable and moisture-wicking to help regulate babies' temperature levels throughout the night. And comfort knows no age, so Obison's organic 6-inch mattress for kids also features evolving support as your children grow and grow and grow. My own little girl sleeps on an Obison mattress, and it is a dream. And when it comes to custom sleep, Obison is all in. That's why in addition to mattresses, they also offer you five distinct pillows with unique designs and different fillings that serve every sleeping style and meet both your toddler's needs and your own as grown-ups. We want your kids sleeping great. Use code HAPPYSLEEP at checkout and receive a free wool moisture pad when you purchase a crib mattress. 
Head to obison.com and obison.ca and get great sleep started. So it's important to keep in mind, you should always do what works best for you and your little one when it comes to sleep. If a family tells me that their child is eight months old and uses a pacifier and goes to sleep really easily with it and sleeps all the way through the night with it every night and takes great naps and asks if I think they should remove that pacifier from their child because their friends are telling them it's going to become an issue down the road, I'll probably tell that family they shouldn't do it if they're not comfortable with it. They shouldn't do it if they're feeling like everything's great and there are no problems. Don't try to fix something that you don't feel is broken. Don't worry about the pacifier if you're not seeing it be a challenge for your baby's sleep. But do keep in mind that it's normal that down the road the pacifier does become a challenge at some point and there may come a point where you do need to remove the pacifier and teach your child a different way of going to sleep without that soother in order for him to get through certain regressions. And there are certainly families who tell me that their child used a pacifier until he was three years old and then they told him that the pacifier fairy was coming to take it away and leave him a lollipop in replacement and he was totally fine with that and it took one day and one lollipop and he was totally fine without the pacifier. And those things happen and that could be the case for you too. So once again, it's not always the case that the pacifier is a bad thing or has to be removed. And if you don't see it as a bad thing for your family, it could certainly be something that might be great. I know for me, my own little girl would never take a pacifier. In that newborn stage, I tried so much. She was a very fussy, pretty high maintenance newborn and we tried to use the pacifier and she would not take it. She would not keep it in her mouth. So for us, it wasn't even an option and we needed other ways to soothe her. But if it's something that works well for your family, it's certainly something you could implement, just keeping in mind that down the road, there can sometimes be some issues related to it. But do what works for your family until or unless it doesn't work anymore. When it doesn't work anymore, that's when I often get calls from families. Those are the families who aren't saying to me, my child goes to sleep easily with his pacifier and sleeps through the night. Those are the families who are telling me, my child goes to sleep with his pacifier and wakes up four times every night looking for it, needing me to come help him get it back in his mouth, needing me to then rock him until he's calm again, to get back to sleep with that pacifier in his mouth, and now I'm exhausted because I've been up four times during the night as a parent, and I can't function this way anymore. Or my child spits out that pacifier 45 minutes into every nap, and we're only having little cat naps all throughout the day and he's not rested and I'm frustrated and we need to make a change. Those are the families who I would suggest the pacifier is not working for and those are the families who are looking for a change. So that would be where I would say, yes, a pacifier can really become a sleep crutch. So just something you wanna keep in mind when you're using one and if you're finding that you, there are challenges with your little one's sleep that you think might be related to this pacifier. So the solution, we wanna help your baby master independent sleep skills by removing the pacifier or any other prop that your little one is reliant on in order to go to sleep. When we remove those props or those crutches and we start to teach our little ones to go into their cribs awake and fall asleep using just their own sleep skills, that's when we start to see the bigger chunks of sleep at night. That's when we start to see the nice long restful naps and that's where we see a baby who can go to sleep and back to sleep on his own without even thinking twice about the pacifier. 
Thanks for listening to Sleep Cues, the Everything Baby Sleep Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode with a mom or dad who might need some rest. Connect with us on Instagram at The Happy Sleep Company and check out our website, thehappysleepcompany.com for loads of blogs, sleep guides, and information about how we work with families one-on-one to get sleep on track.